Welcome to Light Church. We're so glad you could join us for this weekly message. We hope this message leaves you feeling inspired and equipped to be all that you were made to be. Welcome to Light Church. We are so excited that you are here joining us for our virtual gathering this morning. Uh, whoever you are or wherever you're tuning in from, welcome. We are glad you are here. My name is Holly and I'm the community worker here at Light Church. And wow, what a privilege and an honor it is to have this as my job, to have this as my role, and especially in a time just like this. And um, we've been able as a church to go out and serve our community in such a new and creative way. So we've got um, something called our community care response, which we've partnered with with um, Fowl Council and with Progress Housing, with the NHS. And we've done that so we can reach those who are in isolation, in lockdown in this time and unable to do the things that they would usually do outside of the house. And we've um, actually had over 600 referrals. Like, wow. That represents not just an individual, but a couple, a family that we've been able to help and serve in this time. And that's things like food shops, prescription pickups, um, dog walking or phone calls, just anything that they've needed in this time that they've not been able to do um, because it's outside of the house, we've been able to step in and help them in that way. And um, our team is uh, made up of not just Light Church volunteers, but also volunteers from our community. And it's been amazing being able to come together in this time to really make a change and um, stand in that gap to help people. And I just want to say a massive thank you to anyone who's been involved from our church, anyone that's um, said encouraging words, anyone that's been praying for us, anyone that's been serving, doing their referrals, or maybe even if you financially um, donated towards this. Thank you so much for all you've been doing. It's just an honor to be part of this community light church in the time like this where we really see ourselves come together and fulfill that vision point that God gave us um, that is to talk with our hands. We've really been able to see an opportunity to do this in our community and I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who's been involved. Um, And yeah, amazing. Thank you so much. So this morning, um, I have a message um, that God has really put on my heart to bring, and I'm really excited about it. Um, whenever God gives me a message like this, um, it's always a challenge for me as well. And boy, have I struggled with this and wrestled with this over the past um, week and a bit. And um, I'm just really excited to share it with you because I know it's going to um, really speak into lives um, this morning. It's really going to make some changes in some people's lives, and it's really going to shift our perspective a little bit and just really see um, some things happen, some things change, and we're going to make some motion this morning. And um, I really want to speak to you, and the title of this message is How to Find Your Fights how to find your fight. And what am I saying when I say find your fight? What is this fight that I'm talking about? I'm not talking about um, the actual thing that we've got to do. I'm not talking about the the challenge that we've got ahead, but I'm talking about the internal fight that we've got to actually make steps to um, to do what's ahead. Um, the thing that we've got inside of us that's kind of telling us no, the the fear maybe we've got inside of us, the, the laziness that maybe we've got inside of us that's stopping us make those changes that we know are ahead. And um, there's lots of different things that might be ahead for us and there's difficult situations that we might be in that we we want to get out of but we're just not ready to or we just don't know how to or it might be an addiction or a habit that we've got that we know it's time to break. Enough is enough but there's something inside of us that's stopping us. Or maybe there's a conversation that we need to have and we're just a bit afraid and we're just not sure how and there's just a lot of... um, 
uncertainty about what is ahead and that's stopping us. And there's this gap between um, where we are now and what we've got to be going into. And I'm here to talk to you this morning about finding that fight, finding, um, that, finding that go, finding that change that is ready and waiting. So sometimes we don't feel up for the fight, right? We've all been there, like knowing that there's something that is ahead of us, knowing that there's something going on that we've got to get into. It's, it's time for it to happen, but we just, we just don't want to. Or maybe we're weary. Maybe we've just been through something and it's been tough. And you're like, I'm done. I, I'm ready to move on. And I want, I want those sunshines and I want those rainbows now. But unfortunately, there's something else happening because that's what happens in life, right? It's always one thing after another. And we can't say no to bad things because they are inevitable. Or maybe we're in the middle of something and we've been in it for a while and it's getting tiring and it's getting a lot and we kind of don't see the way out or you can see the way out, but you know it's a lot further ahead and you're like, I'm ready, I'm done. I, I kind of want to quit. I want to sack this off. I'm here this morning to um, help you find that go again. Because fights involve change, they involve risk, they involve sacrifice, and they, most of all, they involve effort. And all these things can be such a turnoff for us. And it's just so much easier, right? Just to put our head in the sand, for us to close our eyes, for us to think about something different and move on with our lives. But God wants so much more for us and he wants so much more for you this morning. So I'm just gonna pray. We're gonna read um, God's word and we're gonna read this passage in the Bible and we're gonna chat and talk about um, all that God's got for us and all that he wants to do in you and um, some like little outcomes, some little um, like actions that we can take away this morning. So I'm just gonna pray. Yeah, God, I just thank you um, for your word, God. I thank you that it's alive and it's living and it's real and it's relevant right now. God, I thank you that you are um, here. God, I thank that you desire um, to know us individually. And in that, God, that you care about our situations, you care about where we're at, and you care about what's going on. So God, I just pray this morning as you speak into this message about finding our fight, God, I thank you that you are with us and that you are in this with us, God. And I just pray that um, your truth and your word is just spoken so clearly this morning. Amen. Amen. So, if you've got a Bible with you, grab it. If you don't have a Bible, don't worry, I'm going to read it out. Um, but also, um, you might even have your Bible on your phone, on an app. Like, if you don't have it on your phone, I really recommend you to go download the Bible app because there's nothing better than having the Bible with you wherever you go. So it's just so easy to find, just head into the app store. But yeah, I'm going to read it this morning. So no pressure, no worry. But I'm just going to be reading from 2 Kings um, 6, verse 15 to 17. When the servant of the man of God got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. It's just an amazing passage. I absolutely love that. And um, in this, you can just see at the beginning in that verse 15, how the servant just felt surrounded. He woke up that morning. He just saw the army was surrounding him. He just saw that there was a lot going on. There's too much going on. And um, how often do we feel surrounded? How often do we feel like um, 
there's just too much around us. The situation that we've got ahead of us, it's just big and it's all around us. No matter where we look, it's there. No matter what we do, we can't escape it. You can't see past it. It's big, it's too big. And you then feel small, you feel tiny, and then you feel lazy, right? You're like, I can't, I'm not going to, I'm just gonna avoid this as much as I can. Like sometimes I just feel like sacking everything off and ignoring what's in front of me. Do you feel like that maybe? When something's around us, when it's surrounding us from every angle, it's so easy just to kind of just revert and just go into ourselves, especially when something feels too big. This morning, I'm not going to talk tactical about how we go into the battle, how we do those things. But I want to be about the fight um, and the tools and the equipment to get yourself ready there. So like giving you that oomph, giving you that go and finding it. Especially when you don't want to or don't understand what to do. In this passage and in life, I'm just telling you that when we choose to do life with God, we're actually in fact surrounded by him. And we see that in this verse here, um, that then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So he could see that he's then surrounded by God. And this is kind of like the pivot like point, the, the foundational point of this message is just to know that even though it feels like we're surrounded, even though it feels like there's a lot going on around us and it's big and it's scary, we're actually surrounded by God when we um, do it with him. When we choose to do life with God, he is actually, in fact, surrounding us. When everything else feels like it's coming around us, he is surrounding us. In our current situation and where we are at the moment um, in lockdown, um, it's so easy just to like be alone with our thoughts, just to like be alone with our thoughts and we start to realise things that maybe we hadn't realised before. We start to see things that maybe we didn't see before and it can be a little bit overwhelming. And, and me personally, when I start to have too much time alone, I just go, right, that's it, I'm out, I'm going. I'm gonna go bake some banana bread. I'm gonna go um, do something outside and do an activity or any of these other lockdown challenges or whatever's going on online, I'm there. I'm making TikTok videos. I'm doing anything I can do to avoid being alone with myself because when I'm alone with myself, I start to realize these things. Maybe that's where you are too. Maybe you've started to be alone with yourself and you're just finding it a little bit overwhelming because you're starting to see things. And when you start to see things, you start to go, I need to make a change there. There's something that I need to do there. But you're like, nah, I don't want to. I'm not up for this right now. It's too much. It's too big. I don't feel up for it. I can't be bothered. Maybe you've had an opportunity to notice things that you hadn't before. Maybe you're out of work at the moment and you've realised that you put a lot of um, pressure onto your status, onto your job. Maybe it's onto friendships that you had. Maybe that's where you got a lot of your identity from. Maybe you've noticed your family dynamics. Maybe you're at home at the moment and you're spending a lot more time with your family than you had previously. And you're noticing a few things that kind of need addressed. They kind of need changed. Um, maybe it's with your husband or your wife. Maybe it's with your children. 
Or maybe you've noticed some habits that you've got. Maybe you've noticed what your go-to is in times where you feel a bit of struggle, a bit of strain, um, because it's tough this lockdown, right? It's tough this being in isolation and kind of being stuck in your house. And it might reveal to you um, some habits that you've got that maybe aren't the prettiest or maybe aren't the healthiest. I don't know, maybe you've actually spent more time with God in this time. Maybe you've opened your Bible more than you ever have before. Maybe you've been praying and worshiping more than you ever have before. And when we do that, when we spend time with God, um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's revealed some things to you that he wants to do in your life. Maybe he's put some dreams in you. Maybe he's put a new excitement for something in you, a new passion inside of you. Or maybe he's shown you um, a new way of thinking. And in that, there's stuff that needs to be done. There's things that he wants you to start. And um, that can be overwhelming. Like, what, me? You want me to do this? I don't think so. And we just cower away, don't we? We don't have that fight. We don't have that desire to go. And hey, you might be new to church. Hey, welcome to Light Church. Maybe you've been joining us for these virtual gatherings. We've loved having you here. And it's been easy to be part of a church community um, when it's online, um, when you aren't leaving your house. Maybe you know that since um, you've been here, you've said those words that Daniel's um, asked us to repeat, Jesus, I give you my life. And saying those is easy when um, you're just in your home. And maybe you know that there's some conversations you need to have. There's some life changes that you need to make. And you're kind of worried about getting outside of lockdown and having to do those things. I mean, I know for me in, in this time, like I said a bit before, like I like to distract myself. I like to, I like to run away from things. That is like my go-to. I am such a runner. If something comes up, if something appears that I'm like, oh no, I don't want to deal with this. I run. I Maybe I ignore a phone call. Maybe I just um, avoid a situation totally. I don't have a conversation that I need to have. I'm just a bury my head in the sand kind of girl. So trust me, this has been tough for me to go through to understand that God wants more for us. He wants you to overcome these things. He has um, so many more better things ahead for you. And it's just us taking our part in this work with God, in our relationship with God, um, this is like our part. We need to get there. And um, I'm just going to share with you some practical thoughts now. Um, but part of this is um, acknowledging ourselves, but the other part is acknowledging um, God. And I just want to explain to you this morning that we are so fortunate that we get the opportunity to do life with God. We get to walk through life with God. And um, I'm just going to share like about that in a minute, but just know that like we're not in this alone. We are not, I'm not saying like, oh, we've got to find our fight and this is like our part and like he does another part, but we're in this together. Like God, um, he wants to do this with you, all of it with you. Um, so it's just explaining how to um, find our desire, find our emotion and just have that foundation of understanding that God is in this with us. So yeah, my first point for you this morning is just to acknowledge where we are. Part of finding our fight is acknowledging where we are. And um, acknowledgement is just finding what's real and true about a situation. And so this part can't, it like, it's not actually that pretty. It's not that like amazing. It's not that beautiful because we're acknowledging where we are. And if you're in this situation this morning, it's probably because you are feeling um, overwhelmed. You are feeling maybe not good enough, or maybe you are feeling lazy and tired. Um, but this is the beginning. This is the beginning. There's there's so much power in acknowledgement. There's so much power in just saying like, this is where I am. 
this is who I am. This is my situation. And yeah, I am feeling lazy. I am feel like I can't be bothered right now if I'm being totally honest. When we do that, there is freedom. There is freedom in speaking out. There's freedom in acknowledgement and knowing what is real and true. And how many of us sit in situations and don't do anything? How many of us just sit in a situation and don't do anything and we wonder why things aren't changing? It's probably because we're just ignoring what's around us. We're ignoring what's going on. But when we acknowledge what is real and true about our situation and we are open and honest about it, that is the first step to seeing a change. That's the first step in like getting ready for our fight. Maybe this thing stopping us laziness, fear, misunderstanding, maybe it's not a priority to you. But remember, when we acknowledge these things and we just go, you know what, maybe it's not been a priority for me. Maybe I've not been um, doing this action because like, I just didn't think it was that important. Um, like, Just be real about it, honestly. That is just such a good place to be when we just acknowledge these things. I love this passage as well. It says... Um, like this point of acknowledging where we are, like I really saw this in verse 15 where the servant says um, he saw what was going on. He, he says to um, the prophet, oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? Like there was a realisation and an acknowledgement that something was going on. It was like, oh no, my Lord, like this is bad. Like what is this situation? This is something bad. And when we do that, it's just powerful. But do you know what else is powerful in this? He says, what should we do? He asks his friend, his leader, he says, what shall we do? There's community in this. And this is part of acknowledging where we are is to, um, is to have help from others. Like there is nothing um, bad about asking for help. There is nothing wrong in joining with other people. In fact, um, God desires us to be in community. His church is filled with so many different people, so many different people from so many different places. And there's so much beauty in that this morning. If you maybe feel like you don't belong in church, maybe you don't feel ready to be part of a church and you're fearful of that and you're like, oh no, I need to be something to be part of a church. This is a lie. This is not true. And it's not something that you need to worry about because the church is just filled with so many different people from so many walks of life. And that's God's desire. And that's what he wants for his church. And there's so much beauty when people from all different places come together and become one and, and just like talk about God and love on God and be part of his community. So God desires us to be community. So first off, you are welcome despite whatever situation you are in. But what is your community? What is the people that you've got around you? Who are your people? Because in this, we see he goes to him and he says like, oh, what shall we do? And I feel like there's so much power when we share the things that we're going through with the people around us. Like, I'm not saying share this with everybody. I'm not saying go out and just find someone random to share it with you, with them. Like, they're like certain people that you trust that you should share these things with. Um, and just be accountable, be walking alongside people. Because when we acknowledge where we are, not just in ourselves, but with the people around us, again, there's power in that. There's going to be change that comes from that. And again, we see here in verse um, 16, um, he says, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. So his friend, his leader just then points him and says, you know what, don't be afraid because he's not in the situation. He's not um, just seeing all these charts around him and he's coming from this outside perspective and goes, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid 
Because remember, we know this. When we've got those people in our lives, when we've got people with us, they can always point us back to God, to Jesus. They can help us see that we might feel surrounded, but in fact, God is surrounding us. So that's why it's really important to have those people and that we trust in our lives to help us point back to Jesus. I don't know this morning if maybe I'm talking about this and you're like, I don't really have a fight. I don't really have anything like going on. Um, I don't um, feel this way. In fact, I actually find it really easy to head into a fight. I'm quite like up for a fight whenever I want. So that kind of comes naturally to me. Well, you're very fortunate because I don't feel that way. But that's so good that you feel that way. But let me tell you, this is really relevant for you. Because yeah, okay, maybe you might not feel like the servant in this. But wow, like be a friend like Elijah. Be a friend that says, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Be a friend that points um, your friends back to Jesus, when, who, who points them back to truth, who points them back to the freedom that they are entitled to and that they have in their life and remind them of that. In fact, it says in verse 17, and Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Have you got some friends that you need to be praying for this morning? Have you got some friends that you need to pray like, God, open their eyes, help them see? Maybe you've got a family member that you need to be praying that over. Maybe you've got a spouse that you need to be praying that over, some friends that you need to be praying that over. That's a little bit of a challenge for you this morning. May, like, can you think of someone? I want us to take a moment right now and just really acknowledge maybe the things that we've got going on in our lives. Um, maybe the things that we've put off for a while. You know what I'm talking about. Those things that you've been avoiding, the things that you haven't said, those conversations you haven't ha had, those, um, those, that thing you know is just niggling in the back of your head right now. Um, the addiction that maybe you're, you've not like, dealt with. Maybe you've just had a doctor's report, a family member's had one. There's been some bad news. Like anything that you've had like that that you're just not ready to deal with, just think about that for a second. Acknowledge it. I want us to make some change this morning. Like, okay, like this is not gonna be a lazy Sunday afternoon after you've heard this message. We're gonna, we're gonna be fighting. We're, we're gonna have found our fight because I want you in this message to be active, to be responsive. And in all honesty, like all we can do in ourselves is become aware of ourselves. Um, Daniel spoke a little bit about this the other week and like we can look inside ourselves, but we will never, never find the answer. We will never find the answer that we're looking for. In fact, when we look inside of ourselves, it just reveals more of our shortfalls. It reveals more of the things that we struggle with. And in fact, we can kind of get into a vicious circle when we start looking inside of ourselves. But I have like good news for you this morning. I have amazing news for you. And that is that um, we get to acknowledge where he is. When we're in a relationship with God, when we are doing life with God, we have the privilege to be able to acknowledge where he is. And when we acknowledge where he is, we are there with him. We are not alone. God is good. He is a good God. He desires to do this with us. God wants good for us. He wants love for us. He desires relationship with us. And he wants to, he, he wants to be in this fight with you. And this is where we start to see it. This is where I feel like some of you might start to feel like you've got your fight. You're gonna feel it in this point because when we start to acknowledge where he is, wow, like you realize how like powerful we can be and how small our situation is. Because when we look to how big our God is, our situation just, just doesn't feel that big anymore. Because when we have that understanding of who our God is um, and that nothing can come against him, it's gonna change your perspective. 
God's heart for us. Like I was saying, he longs to be in relationship with you. Through Jesus, he made a way for us to know his heart. Through Jesus, he made a way for us to come back to our creator, to come back to our father and be in a relationship with him. We can know him in a deeper way and a more transforming way than any other relationship that you've got. Like you think about your best friend, you think about your family members maybe, you think about your spouse, your husband, your wife, um, you think about those relationships. Well, nothing is in comparison. None of those relationships are in comparison to the relationship that you can have with our God. And nothing is going to be such a deep and more transforming relationship than your relationship with him. God's position. God's position is one of victory. He has already won. And we sing this song like, oh, death, where is your sting? Like he is being death. He is um, like God is in victory. He's in a place of strength. In fact, in John 16, verse 33, it says, but take heart as I have overcome this world. Take heart because no matter what you face, God has already overcome. Like, wow, that is a place that we get to stand in with God. When we are in relationship with God, we are doing this together. We are now in his strength. So to know that he has overcome this world, he has overcome anything that we have faced, like, wow, like just take that this morning. Um, I, If you've ever heard me speak before, um, you know I love a, a good song lyric. I don't know. Maybe I was meant to be a worship leader. Um, I don't know. Um, but there's just this. I wasn't, by the way. It's a joke because I really can't sing, but I love it anyway. And I love lyrics. I love the the um, the words and the way that people create songs. Like sometimes when you sing them, you don't kind of maybe hear it the same. But when you read them, I encourage you to read some song lyrics because they're so powerful. And they're just, they come from God's word, by the way. They come from the Bible and they come from truth and they're just so powerful. Um, but this song, um, these are the lyrics. And in them, you kind of hear like the... Um, I don't know, like the, it's like a mirror. It's like how you're feeling and then the promise of God, how you're feeling and then the promise of God. So I'm just gonna read it and then I'm gonna pull out those promises and we're just gonna find some Bible verses um, about them and just talk some truth about them and it's just gonna be good. Okay, are you ready? So these are the, um, the lyrics. It says, when night has fallen, when fear is common, still you're calling me. When faith is lost, all my hope exhausted, you will be my strength. When my mind says I'm not good enough, God, you're enough for me. I've decided I'm not giving up because you won't give up on me. And it's just, I just love that. And the first one there, it says like, um, when fear is common, like you're still calling me and calling me, like that is a promise. Like God is calling you. He has a plan for you. He desires a relationship. Like he's calling your name. Like I can't stress enough how um, incredible our God is, how personal our God is, that he is calling your name. Like, yeah, you might be like, wow, there's a lot of people. Are you sure it's not just like in groups, like subsections? Like, no, he calls us individually. Like no plan, no purpose, no... Um, um, like will that he has for anyone's life is the same as anyone else's. Like he has a plan and a purpose for you and he wants to use you. He desires to use you, like be in relationship with you and grow you and give you good things, give you the desires of your heart. Like that is our God. And in Joshua 1, 9, it says, have I not commanded you? Like, have I not, have I not given you like something? Be strong and courageous. Like do not be fearful. It says, do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go because he's called you to something. When he calls you to something, he won't let you go. 
Maybe this morning you've had fear about going into something and that's like being why you haven't stepped into something. But let this give you that fight that in Joshua 1.9, it says, have I not commanded you? Have I not given you purpose and plan? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. In the song, it says, like, when faith is lost and hope is exhausted, you will be my strength. And, like, that promise that he will be our strength. Like, our God is a strong and powerful God. He will be weak. Um, No, when we are weak, he will be strong. He is strong. It says in Deuteronomy 20, verse 4, for the Lord your God is one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. He wants to give you victory. And he's going to go with you. He's not just sat on the sidelines saying like, oh, good job. Like, go for it. Like, hopefully you do a good job. Like, I've already won, but like, I hope you do too. Like, no, he's in it with us. And he wants to give us the victory. He wants to fight for us so that that we win. He wants to fight alongside us. And in 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13, it says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. When you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Like he will be your strength. Like this morning, I really don't know if there's something that you are just like exhausted by, that you are tired by. Like I said at the beginning, like maybe you've been in something for a while and it's exhausting now and it's killing you and you're just like, I'm I'm done, I'm out. Let me remind you that your God, our God is your strength. He is where we can pull strength from and he's in it with us. Like he's not just a place that we can go and then come out of, like bring him with you, take him into that situation that you're in this morning. Open up your heart to him, call out to him, cry out to him. Maybe you need to get on your knees this morning and pray. Maybe you need to get on your knees this morning and cry and just say, God, I need you in this place because you are my strength. Declare that truth this morning, declare that promise. Let me just remind you as well as we're talking about promises that um, these aren't promises that are flaky. These aren't promises that are um, that have an expiry date. Um, I know that some of you might have experienced a promise that hasn't been fulfilled, but these are promises from God and these are not flaky and these do not have any expiry date. These are promises that are steadfast and that are strong and that we can um, build our lives upon because um, our God is good and that he is for us. Um, This next part says, when my mind says I'm not good enough, God, you're enough for me. God is enough. There is nothing more that we need. Like I was saying before, you will never have a relationship that um, is as true and is as deep and that is as life-changing as the relationship that you have with Jesus, that you have with our God. It says in 2 Corinthians, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Oh, I love that. Like, is there nothing more encouraging than knowing that no matter how weak we are, that is the place that God's um, God's strength is made perfect. His power is made perfect in your weakness. That means that you don't need to be anything. You don't need to achieve anything before you come to God because in your weakness, in that place that you are, um, his power is made perfect. That is like a beautiful sum, like my weakness plus God's power equals perfection. I think I I don't need to say anything more, right? Like this is so um, encouraging and hopefully this morning that understanding that the weakness that you have right now, that, that desire to run away, that desire to escape, that desire to give up, um, hopefully understanding that that place that you are in right now is a perfect place for God's power. 
Like that should give you that fight this morning. That should give you that oomph, that go, that I'm ready. I'm ready to go because together that, that sum, like we're gonna, we're gonna do some stuff. We're gonna change some things. This battle that I'm about to go in, it's nothing now. And this final promise here, it says, um, I've decided I'm not giving up because you won't give up on me. Yeah, God won't give up on us. He will sustain um, us, like I was saying before, like he isn't, he isn't flaky. He's not gonna like hop out halfway through, just go like, oh, I'm just gonna go whilst you carry on for a bit. Like, no, he's in it with us for the long haul. Like this is, I'm talking about like, like finding our fight. Part of the issue of us finding our fight is like, I find it easy sometimes to be like, okay, right, uh, three, two, one, like let's just go and let's just do it. And because I know it's a short time, but sometimes we know what we've got ahead of us is like a long long-term thing. We know it's not just going to be over in a couple of minutes. We know it's not going to be over in a couple of days. Sometimes it's a long journey ahead of us. But knowing that our God won't give up on us and that he actually sustains us, that is incredible. In fact, um, I've got a verse here to read. Um, It's um, Psalm 136. And this is a beautiful psalm. If you haven't read this before, I encourage you to go read it because throughout this psalm, um, each verse, it says something. Um, so, for example, verse one, give thanks for the Lord for his, he, he is good. And then it just goes, his love endures forever. And then verse two, give thanks to the God of gods, his love endures forever. And like, it just goes through all like 26 verses. It just says a line and then it says, his love endures forever. And I just want to encourage you this morning for that truth, that his love endures forever. There's nothing that we're going to face where his love is going to end, that he's going to stop, that it's going to be like, okay, we're done now. Like my love, got, my love has a limit. No, his love endures forever. It says in here, like, I'm, um, he divided the Red Sea. His love endures forever. He swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. His love endures forever. Um, He struck down great kings. His love endures forever. And he just goes through all these things that he did and he's done and that his love endures forever and all these things that are to come. Um, He gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. And I just want you to take away this morning that his love will endure forever in your life. It's not got a time timer on it. It's not got a limit on it. And I think sometimes it's so easy for us to think of God through the eyes of maybe what we've experienced, of the things that we've had go on in our lives or the things we've seen around us. But that's not true of our God. His love endures forever. Do not think of God in the bounds of maybe your experience. Read this Bible, read this truth and understand. really get to know who our God is because when we um, acknowledge where he is, it makes it so much easier for us to go into this fight. It really, like, honestly, this morning, I'm like on the edge of my chair. I'm ready to go. I know that these things that I've been putting off for a while, like I'm ready to do because wow, like knowing that he's calling me, that he's my strength, that he is enough, that he won't give up on me. Like, I don't need anything more. We don't need anything more than the truth of who God is. This is so important. For us to like see maybe like the fact that God sees um, and gives us fullness. He gives us strength to go on. Like I said, I hope you're ready this morning. Um, I hope you're ready to get going. I hope you're ready and excited about the things that you're going to overcome, the things that you were once scared about, you are no longer fearful for. You know who our God is and you know that he's fighting for you. I want to encourage you to be active in finding your fight. Stop waiting for the right time. Stop waiting for the right moment because there's no better time than right now. If you're, 
in a relationship with God, like it's so good to know that he is with us. And maybe you've heard me speak this morning and you're like, I don't know God. I don't, I've never met Jesus. I've never invited him into my life. Well, I wanna give you the opportunity this morning. I wanna give you the opportunity to go through the things that you might be facing with this God, with his promises, with the relationship that he desires to have with you and to do together with him. So I'm just gonna um, invite you to just say those simple words, that simple phrase, Jesus, I give you my life. Um, if you just wanna repeat after me, Jesus, I give you my life. I'm just gonna pray for us now. Um, I'm just gonna pray for anyone who said those words um, and just pray over this message, pray over those things that maybe you've been avoiding. I'm gonna pray that, that we all find that fight this week. We all find that, that go in the understanding of who our God is. Yeah, God, I just thank you for this morning. I thank you for this message. I thank you for this word and your truth. God, I thank you for who you are. God, I thank you that you never fail us, that you love us so deeply, that you desire this relationship with us and that you wanna go into these fights with us. God, I pray that we acknowledge that this week, that we acknowledge where you are. We acknowledge your victory and the fact that we get to be in that victory with you. God, I pray that um, this gives us that, that fight. It helps us um, clear our minds of all the fear, of all the worry, of all the anxiety that we may have, all the, the laziness, all the, the times we wanna put things off, God. And we just clear all that aside and all we can see is the truth of who you are. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us for this virtual gathering. And just make sure you connect with us. Make sure you um, send us a message and um, connect with us on all our social media platforms. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. You've been listening to a weekly message from Light Church. If you would like any more information, you can find us online or on social media. Thanks for listening. <laughs>